everybody, welcome to the Bros and Consoles podcast mini-series, the solo gaming updates by one of your hosts, Nathan Choquette. That's me! <laughs> I'm coming to you guys this week on August 31st. Man, it's hard to believe it's already like the end of August. This is crazy, guys. Time is moving so fast and also so slow at the same time. It's, it's pretty insane how that works. <laughs> um, this week... Uh, I think what I'll be doing, and actually since this is like the beginning of a first like full week of um, gaming updates and stuff like that, hopefully, um, what I'm probably going to be doing is doing updates on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Kind of talked with uh, Michael about that a little bit, and um, I know he's working throughout the week, so he said that he is um, also working on some things in the back end for the podcast, and he is going to hopefully be doing some of that stuff when he's able to in the near future. Um, you guys might be seeing stuff like that maybe on the weekends or just kind of whenever he's got time and stuff. So be on the lookout for um, some kind of – you should be seeing episodes from me drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday um, as as long as I'm able to with work schedules and whatnot. Um, small, like, peek behind the curtain and everything. Um, it's a little bit messy back here, but just just don't mind the, the clutter, guys. Um, but peek behind the curtain, I might be recording some of these a little bit early, kind of like what I'm doing with this one currently. Um, today is actually, for me, when I'm recording this, this is the 30th, it's a Sunday night. Um, but for you guys listening, you'd be hearing this on Monday, because I think that's when I'll probably be setting it to, to go up, as long as I can figure out all the, the tech stuff. I think I've done it once before, where I had it pre- upload we'll see how that all works out and we'll we'll kind of go we'll we'll move along as we can you know what i'm saying guys (laughs) um but yeah so just be looking out for episodes for me every monday wednesday friday i'm assuming everything's going fine there and uh, michael sometime in the near future as well and then once we do finally um, get to a point where we can do recordings together in the same room and stuff we will be letting you guys know and putting that out as the big old return episode 69 i think is what we were left off at um but yeah so we'll we'll be doing all that sometime in the future hopefully for now let's go ahead and get straight to the the gaming updates i've been playing quite a bit of ghost of tsushima um as as you guys have probably been used to me talking about so far from the last episode i am jumping back into that full force i've been i think playing that pretty much exclusively for the past few days at least um slowly making progress in there the it's kind of it's funny with these like open world games how the like trophy progress kind of goes in there and it's kind of bleeding a little bit into trophy talk already but um it's funny how the progress kind of goes in there because obviously with open world games like these um or like even famously like the assassin's creed games and things like the witcher and things like that there's a lot of kind of loose ends that get tied up very slowly throughout the course of the game um and in terms of trophies there's a lot of trophies that you're slowly building towards um throughout your time playing um i believe i'm probably closing in on something like 40 ish hours or so in the game but i'm still probably almost I might be I may be getting close to the halfway point. I don't think I'm quite there yet, and it's gonna take quite a while to to finish all this because I'm really trying to do everything within this game, which is a, a pretty large undertaking when you've you know when you've got other responsibilities at home and at work and things like that. So it's gonna it's gonna take some time. You'll probably be hearing me um, talk about playing Tsushima for quite a while still. I'm slowly getting some of the trophies though. Um, I am slowly unlocking some of the ones from. 
um, finding different, or I guess, was it like freeing different settlements in the second region of the world? Um, there's a two, I'm at the second out of three regions, basically, and slowly coming to the end of some of the, um, I guess, like larger character tales within the, the game um, in the second part of the of the map. Um, it looks like, I'm, I'm assuming kind of at this point, all of the kind of main story, or let's say, not main story, um, there's like the main story missions. There's also the um, kind of main like character tales is what I'll call them. I don't remember the exact name that they have. And then there's like smaller tales, which I think are just called like Tales of Tsushima that you kind of find around the world and stuff. Um, so some of the main character ones that I'm starting to get to the end of, um, one of them for um, Sensei Ishikawa is his name. He's a, um archer within the game. And you are kind of traveling with him to track down um, his apprentice who has kind of gone rogue and stuff. Not really spoilers because it's pretty, it's found out pretty early on and stuff in the game. Um, but I, I've kind of reached the, I guess, like the end point of, the, of his missions within this second part of the map. So what I'm, I'm assuming is that the character missions, like the main character missions, are probably all going to be similar in the sense that I'll see some of their missions kind of come to a, a, you know, quote unquote, like soft end within the second part of the map. And then I have to progress the, (coughs) oh, excuse me, got to progress the main story further before I can actually continue on to, you know, finish up those tales and whatnot. But I am pretty excited about finishing up those different like tales because, um, like I haven't, let's see, there is Sensei Ishikawa, there is, um, Oh boy, I'm gonna start forgetting names real fast. I know that there's the um, uh, monk uh, Norio. I like I like his stuff so far, but I've only done like a few of his like early missions. Um, and then there are I think uh, I mean there's obviously Yuna. You meet her in the very beginning. She's the one who um, what's it called kind of nurses your you back to health in the beginning of the game. And then oh uh, Masako, Lady Masako. I like her story arc very much so as well. Um, but I haven't started hers within the second area, so I'm going to start to go ahead and go through hers, I think, probably the next time that I'm playing the game, assumedly tomorrow or um, Tuesday, possibly, depending on time and whatnot. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of cool things that are slowly kind of coming to a, a close here, so I'm getting pretty excited. I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing all those things up so I can start to progress the main story again, because it's kind of the way I tend to play these open world games. Um uh, you know, all things willing that I'm able to kind of do this the way that I like to do it. Um, sometimes with games like things like the The Witcher Three Wild Hunt, those ones I can't necessarily do everything before I start to wrap up main story things, just because there's so much to do, and it's almost felt like that a little bit within Ghost of Tsushima that I was kind of worried about originally. So I was kind of feeling some of that burnout earlier on in my playthrough. Um, but I'm I'm getting back into things. Man, though, some of the some of the encounters I've been realized like it it must just be you know me being rusty at the game along with being in areas where enemies um, you know I think they're st- slowly scaling up the enemies so their reactions um, in things like the standoff mechanic that I talked about last time um, are you know their their reactions are more varied and stuff and they they kind of have like multiple feints or sometimes only like one feint and then go straight into an attack kind of thing. And so because of that, it's keeping me guessing. And I think there was there was one camp that I was um, trying to liberate from the, the Mongol army. 
and basically I was trying to like finish this standoff in the very beginning and I kept having to restart the the checkpoint because the the guy just kept getting me over and over again <laughs> and the only reason I kept going at it without just like continuing the fight was because there was a um sometimes in these you know um camp liberations or like mongol occupied territory that you're trying to free up um there are these kind of like bonus um mission things that you can finish and if you do that you get like an increase to the amount of um, what they call like legend within the game um, as you're kind of helping um, people out on the roads and kind of freeing settlements and things that have been captured um, or like occupied you're growing your personal um, legend of like Jin Sakai your main Sakai your main character and basically as your legend grows, you gain technique points, which help you kind of like unlock skills and things. And so I've been trying to get all these bonus ones um, finished up because the bonus ones give you extra um, legend, uh, like an extra bonus legend increase at the end of the the um, mission that you're on, basically. So I keep trying to do all these different things. And this one was giving me so much trouble because I had to finish a standoff with um, basically getting rid of, of three of the guys there. And I finally managed to do it, but it took like several tries to, to get it down and I think it's just because I'm rusty and like I said their AI is kind of um, scaling up with like the different levels that you're or the different um, regions that you're at so it's gonna be it's gonna be tough hopefully by the end of this getting to like the the third uh, area of the game and stuff I'll have been playing for quite a while so I've gotten my my reflexes back but right now I'm feeling it and I'm just like oh man I just can't react quick enough with you know, releasing the button to, to go and get the guy before he gets me kind of thing. So that's, that's something that's going to be a little interesting going, going forward. Um, along with that though, I have played a little bit of, um, season, I think they're on season four now of chapter two of Fortnite. Now I played quite a bit of season three before then I had been gone for, wow, probably at least a few seasons um i definitely missed the whole transition from like chapter one to chapter two and that's kind of like their overarching um it's weird because i i I think of it in my head as like chapters being the smaller ones and seasons being the larger ones um but the chapters is like the kind of overarching portion and then seasons it's usually like 10 seasons per chapter kind of thing so i missed quite a bit of um seasons between when i started playing again recently and the last time I was playing, um, but the I'm, I think I'm probably going to be playing quite a bit more now for this um, season four because now it is Marvel themed, and man, Marvel guys doing doing so many crazy things, um, you know, um, so so many things to kind of you know try and unlock for this new season. Uh, I'm looking forward to trying to get uh, Storm. I think is the biggest one there for me. Um, Iron Man, I think, would be cool as well, but I'm, I think Storm is probably going to be my favorite that I'll probably use for quite a while. Um, but aside from that, so I played a little bit. I've, I think, gotten a few levels inside there and then basically just been um, pounding away at Ghost. And I got a few games while they were on sale, um, as I kind of mentioned before. I um, haven't really started playing those yet because I also picked up um, a few games that are you know on the newer side and ones that I actually talked about um, previously, um, such as Nexomon Extinction. I have not started it yet. I did, um, let's see, I did pull up the game in order to kind of get the trophy list popped on my profile because I like to get basically all the trophy lists um, to appear before I actually start 
um, even like going through the games and, and popping trophies. But hopefully um, I'll take a, if I, if I need to take a break from Ghost for a bit, I will move into Nexamon Extinction and kind of let you guys know how that's going out. Um, along with that though, there are a few kind of new games that are going to be coming out soon. And I'll get to that in just a little bit because there's some pretty exciting things that, that I'm looking forward to in the coming uh, couple weeks, basically. Um, one last game that I did want to talk about, though, that I have played um, quite a bit more of recently is one called The Outer Worlds. And this one actually came out uh, last year and had its kind of time in the sun and everything there in terms of like reviews and people kind of talking about it um, in gaming media and whatnot. But um, I let's see, I played it quite a while ago on Xbox. Um, didn't go through like the majority of it. I think I went through the first planet and then got to the um, kind of the, the second main area that you kind of get to in the game and ended up kind of stopping there because I think I jumped over to playing uh, PS4 stuff again. Um, the reason I was playing on Xbox originally was because it's on uh, Xbox Game Pass which man you get to I get to try like so many different cool things on there so I try to jump in every now and then to um, one get like reward points and whatnot and two just to kind of like try out these new games that I haven't been able to um, buy because you know there's lots of games coming out all the time Um, so Outer Worlds I already knew that I liked Um, obviously it's a um, RPG game that you're kind of playing through in the style of Things like Fallout um, and more so like Fallout New Vegas um, because the game is partially developed by Obsidian, um, which was the people who made Fallout New Vegas. Uh, But the game itself, very fun and very colorful compared to kind of RPGs that I'm used to from things like um, like the, the Fallout games. So the colors has always been one thing that I really appreciate about the Outer Worlds. Um, and kind of the second playthrough, I guess not full playthrough, but the second time starting it up now on PS4, um, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to kind of go through things again because one, like, you know, the characters are all pretty like zany and wacky. Um, two, the game is about like this, um, you know, pretty crazy corporate culture where, um, within the, the, the game's, you know, universe and whatnot, the planets that you're kind of going to have been colonized by these like big corporations and so therefore like corporations kind of run everything and your character not not spoilers because it's in the beginning of the game um is a uh, colonist that was or a person who was going to become a um uh, is that right is that the right word is that is that a word guys colonist i think it's a word yeah yeah, I'm having a I'm having a weird like quarantine brain moment right now, <laughs> um, but yeah, the he's a colonist that's going to one of these new worlds to help colonize it, and the ship that he's on has a malfunction and gets stuck in space because I guess their their um, ships I don't know if it's like navigation system or their um, like propulsion system and stuff gets um, stuck or like malfunctions and they end up stuck out in space for I think about 70 years and your characters um, and all the actually colonists on the ship are in kind of a um, cryo frozen state Um, and so therefore they're not you know they're not dying but they're also just you know floating in space frozen and whatnot Um, you get rescued by a zany doctor and he's kind of requesting your help to um, essentially kind of like help take down the corporation's control on everything and to help free the rest of the colonists that are stuck on the, um, I think it's called the hope is if I remember right. 
Um, but kind of all that, all that aside, there's all these zany characters. Um, because it's been, I think, like roughly 70 years that you've been in, in you know, um, in deep freeze and whatnot. Um, the corporate culture within like the new planets and stuff is, is advanced to the point where like people just think it's normal, right? And so you're kind of coming out. Um, obviously, I think from like our own like personal perspectives, where you know we live in a place where corporate culture is like a certain way, but it's not like crazy extreme like it is like within the um, the the game world. And so we kind of had that that lens where it's like hey guys like the things that you guys think in the game are i mean obviously they're 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 fictional characters but inside the game it's like the things that they think are normal aren't aren't the way that things should be and we kind of have this understanding of like yeah guys that's pretty obvious but they're just like no this is like of course i i live for the company and of course i pay for um i i pay for what is it reserving a um, gravestone for when I eventually like pass away and stuff. And it's just like all these crazy little things that they kind of talk about. It's obviously a a pretty decent satire on kind of corporate culture and where things like could head if, if it got out of hand um, in like the real world. But um, it's, it's fun going through like a second time. I'm kind of, kind of seeing smaller things that I think I've missed in the past. um, When I, when I first played it on the Xbox and interesting things i actually found some more lore within the game that i won't i won't spoil on here because it's um that's a little bit more like it's cool to find out on your own kind of thing as you're playing and kind of make your own conclusions and whatnot but i found out some more lore that actually made some of the decisions that i was making a little bit harder than previously Uh, i'm not sure if i just missed it the first time or if it was there and i didn't choose the correct like dialogue options but it's it's cool kind of seeing these new options pop up and kind of the new like realizations that you end up getting based off of you know th- things that you talk about during um, conversation with characters there and even like items that you pick up that kind of bring along new conversation pieces um, for some of the larger choices you got to make in the game. So that's that's definitely gotten me back into playing the Outer Worlds. Now, of course, I moved from there into Ghost of Tsushima to get back into that. So might be it might be a little bit of time before I get back to the outer worlds but at least now I have this kind of renewed interest in you know going through and finishing that game which I've heard actually isn't too long if you're if you're going through um, kind of like a full playthrough I know if I was main main pathing like the story and everything there I could get through it pretty decently quickly comparatively for other like RPGs and whatnot but yeah I'll, I'll hopefully get back to that after I've kind of finished up ghost of Tsushima because you guys know I'm on that that platinum train right now. I got to get this um, and pop it to level 49, and then I can start playing some some other games and whatnot. Um, and that's just you know my own personal little quirks with with what's going on there. <laughs> um, now though, going back to kind of what I was mentioning earlier, as far as um, some new exciting games that are coming up, there's a, a couple actually that I wanted to point out because their trophy lists have popped up on PSNProfiles.com. Um, the first one that's actually coming out um, this coming week, and it's going to be on Tuesday, is called Airy and the Secret of Seasons. This one is um, being developed by, and it's, uh, I'm not sure how exactly how to pronounce it. It's E-X-I-I-N. I'm going to say Exin. Um, could be totally wrong there. Um, published by Modus Games. And it is a kind of indie adventure. It seems like an indie adventure, like, platform action kind of game it's a kind of a a lot of different like hybrid things in there but uh, in my mind it looks kind of like those older like 3d platformers that 
you know, we kind of grew up with in different like wacky games and whatnot. And I'm pretty excited about this one just because there's um, seemingly a lot of cool um, creatures that you kind of end up like fighting in there in terms of like, um, I think they're called golems as some of these different golems of different seasons. Um, your character, Aerie, becomes the guardian of winter, if, if I remember correctly from the trailer. And you kind of meet up with other guardians and you're kind of trying to take down these it seems like you're trying to take down these golems to kind of help the the chaos that's kind of going on in the world and whatnot but i'm pretty excited about this one it looks like a a fun um 3d character platformer kind of thing and i'm looking forward to trying that one out i don't know if i've seen what the price is going to be for this i'm i'm i think i'm assuming it's probably going to be about like 40 bucks maybe 30 if we're if we're lucky um, but I'm pretty excited about trying that one out. And the other one that I know, I know there's, I think there's one more that I'll probably get to maybe on Wednesday, but the other one that I know for sure that's coming out soon is I believe coming out on September 8th, I want to say. And that's, I think it's probably not this coming Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. And that one is a, a game that's near and dear to my heart and Michael's as well. I believe um, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. Now, originally the game um, Kingdoms Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning was a game that came out on the PS3. Um, this one now the Re-Reckoning being developed by um, a developer named Kaiko or called Kaiko, I guess it's a company, um, but published this time by THQ Nordic. Um, I think originally, shoot, what was the name? Um, Big Something Games. Oh, I'm forgetting the name of the original developer right now. Um, the original developer, though, did go uh, or did shudder um, because of, I think, bankruptcy issues. It was it was a whole um, a whole thing back then when the the company had to close down. It was it was a lot of like complicated money issues that were kind of going on there. Um, but the re reckoning, though, the the kind of reborn version of the game. Um, I'm very excited for because I feel like Kingdoms of, of Amalur Reckoning is one that, you know, like it's a game that I feel like didn't get talked about quite as much as I would have expected just because the game feels so good to play. And I think that's something that's kind of overlooked a little bit, maybe in terms of the fact that it's a really huge RPG. I think if I remember correctly, um, back in the day, um, back in the days of uh, Podcast Beyond with Greg Miller and um, Colin Moriarty and everything, I think they said that the developers had mentioned that a like the the f- speed run right of like completing all the missions and everything like that, um, like a hundred percenting the game basically. The fastest speed run that they did was something like two hundred something hours, which was insane to to think about, but. Uh, and these are like developers that know like all the levels and things and you assume are pretty decently competent and like playing the game and stuff. So that's a, it's a lot of time to go through and see everything. Um, the Re-Reckoning is going to have, um, so this, this remastered version is going to have all the DLC included, which is very exciting. And also, um, so you can buy the, I believe you can buy the base game um, with all the DLC and whatnot um of the remaster for i want to say i might get this wrong i might just have to look it up um, afterwards i think you can buy it for like ten dollars cheaper than the actual um 
or then like I guess what they call probably like the deluxe edition. Um, the only difference there is that the deluxe edition comes with um, a new DLC that's actually like going to be like brand new coming out in 2021. And that's really exciting is the fact that like, you know, it's one thing to be getting this really cool um, new game or I guess like new old game is kind of the, the best way to put it. Um, but being able to see that we're actually going to get like new stuff for a older game that's kind of being remastered is pretty crazy to, to think about because I mean the, the game being something that came out on the PS3 like years and years ago and was then eventually um, what's called when the, the studio went down the game was kind of just like lost in like the ether and whatnot right in terms of like the IP rights and so when the IP rights were eventually bought again um, by THQ Nordic, uh, it was super exciting. And, and the only thing that Michael and I could think about was at the time was like, man, we really hope that we're going to get another, um, another like remaster of this game because this game was so good. Uh, it's something that I would definitely put a def or sorry, I'm, I'm repeating myself cause I'm so excited. I would definitely put, um, multiple hours into again to just be able to play through this thing one more time. Now, I, I don't know when exactly I will start playing this because I need to finish up um, Ghost of Tsushima first and I want to make sure that I'm I'm knocking things off the list rather than only adding to it um, because I am still doing a kind of... Um, I've been doing this the whole, the whole year where it's the personal um, kind of 2020 gaming goal of trying to beat more games than I buy. I believe is the the correct way that I kind of um, worded it at the beginning of the year, and I think throughout the year I've kind of realized that it's it's going to be it's it's a little there's 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 a little bit more kind of nuance to it than I think I'd originally thought out completely, and so because of that I have kind of made some some you know like tweaks and everything in terms of how I kind of approach this this whole gaming goal. Now, I knew that uh, I'll just kind of share a little bit with you now before I'm kind of signing off for the day, but um, I know that not all games are created equal, right? But all games, in in terms of like the way that I'm looking at all this, all games are still games, right? So small small titles are, are games just like bigger titles, but that doesn't mean that all of them should be worth the same amount of points in my mind. So I have it kind of um, marked out where certain playing a game for a certain number of hours makes it worth more than a game that I, you know, can finish in platinum within like an hour. Right. Um, so I, I have a point system worked out where I am getting, um, I kind of marking off points for myself when I platinum a game as well as when I, um, kind of finish a game. Uh, platinum is just like a, a, like one extra point on the, the grand total of, of things. Um, when I finish a game, it's based off of like the point value is based off of how many hours it took me to finish that game. So a game like um, Neo, which I actually I beat during the time that we were on um, break from the podcast, um, something that took me like, I believe like something like 90 something hours to finish completely um, for just the main story is definitely going to have to be graded differently than a game like... Um, well, let's say like like from last week, um, Super Land Dest- or Super Destronaut Land Wars, right? Um, that just takes about like less than an hour to beat in platinum and whatnot. 
Um, so I have that all worked out. I think I've given things kind of a fair shake where it takes like several hours before a game becomes worth more than one point kind of thing based off of the point scoring. And I, I might dive into this kind of more at a later date. Um, but so far I'm doing, I'm doing pretty decently. I'm kind of right because of the games that I've bought recently. I'm kind of right around like equal now for, I think the last month or so I was leading in terms of, I had been beating more games, um, point wise than I had been purchasing games. And the, for the purchasing part, each game that I purchased, because I, as I mentioned before, all games are, are created equal, right? They're all, um, they're all they're all games no matter what, right? Each each game sh- I figured should be worth one point, kind of thing when I buy it. Um, but I yeah originally was was leading in terms of like number of games that I had finished and platinumed and whatnot compared to number of games that I had bought throughout the year. Um, and now I'm about I'm about equal, and I think actually I might have pushed myself over in the opposite direction. So hopefully by the time I beat Ghost, that'll help me you know start to go back in the the direction that I wanted to go in the beginning of the year. And yeah, so hopefully, hopefully that'll all do okay there. I am going to have to, you know, make sure that I am trying to slow myself down when I can, because I do have a tendency to, you know, like see something that I think looks really cool and then jump, jump straight into it. (laughs) So that's, that's kind of a a personal thing that that's why I made the whole goal in the first place. Um, But yeah, in terms of Whoa, weird. Sorry, guys. I was I was looking at something um, on the the PSN real quick. I'm trying to find as well like the the pricing scale for um, Kingdoms of Amalur, and I thought it was up here before, and now it seems like it's gone again. So I might have to check out um, somewhere else to see if I can find it again. They might have taken things down, and then maybe they'll put it back up as it comes closer to the date. Um, but um, so last thing that I'll leave you guys with. Um, so just just so I'm not like going crazy, I do believe it was. I want to say I think it was forty bucks if you're buying the remaster, forty or fifty if you're buying the remaster for Kingdoms of Amalur Re Reckoning, and then just an extra ten dollars on top of that if you want the um, new DLC, which should be coming out in 2021. Um, the thing that that threw me off over here is I just saw a um, starter bundle for a game called Genshin Impact, which is also coming out this year. Um, the starter bundle looks like it's coming out on the 28th of September, and I'm trying to remember if I saw an actual date that Genshin Impact is launching. Man, if it's that close, though, there's another thing that's going to be taking up a lot of my time, too, because I'm looking forward quite a bit to Genshin Impact. We'll talk more about that at a later time, though, guys, because I don't want this episode to go on too long. I think this is already one of my longest episodes for these things. But um, as always, if you guys have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to um, write in. You can find me on Twitter at Indy Ronin. Um, you can find my, um, what's it called? You can, you can always email us, uh, brosandconsoles at gmail.com. Um, you can also find kind of the, the games that I'm going through and playing on the PSN. Um, I am Indy Ronin on there. So if you guys see a game on there that you want me to talk about, feel free to, to hit me up. Um, you can find me on Twitter, you can do that. You can message me on, on the PSN. Any any of the options are, are all good options. So until Wednesday, I hope you guys have a good rest of your Monday and Tuesday. Um yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say Sunday for a second, but I was like, no one's no one's hearing this till tomorrow, so it's okay, guys. Um but yeah, have a good rest of your um Monday and Tuesday. Hope you guys are all doing well and staying healthy. And I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Peace out.